Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I'm joined again by Todd tonight. Got an interesting show lined up. We've uh, often heard about the Illuminati and uh, it being a Jewish conspiracy or some sort of conspiracy or whatnot. And we're going to go into the actual evidence tonight to see if there's been another bait and switch. We're actually running on the backup channel again this week because the... Uh, Super Chats and monetization on the primary channel, of course, has been shut down, so uh, we're over here, and uh, we appreciate any uh, donations and support we can get from everybody. Much appreciated, so thanks in advance for uh, supporting the show. Uh, Todd has been on how many times before? Three, four times? Uh, I think this is my fourth time, yeah. Fourth time? All right. So, well, you know, I know we have a lot of material to cover, so we should probably dive right in and uh, welcome everybody. People are still coming in. But uh, anyway, we'll uh, let it uh, trickle upward as the uh, show gets going here and then we'll have to upload it to the primary channel. So anyway, Todd, welcome and uh, let's uh, dig in. Yeah. So uh, tonight, the Islamic Illuminati. So it was only a matter of time till we put those two words together, right? So uh, it may seem like a very bold claim that I've just made, but um, I would like to explain a little bit of the rationale why I have come to conclude that uh, the occult and the Illuminati are Islamic in nature at this point. And what it's, what it's based on is the idea, the reason why Islam can incorporate the ancient mystery schools so easily into its into its occult practices is because they believe that we are all born muslims our soul makes uh the admission that there's no god but allah and as soon as our soul makes that admission it gets given a body and down we go into the into the earth plane right so muslims and Islam teach that we're all Muslims. We just don't know it yet. So this is how we can say that Islam is the continuation of the real Illuminati. It's, it's the first full circle back to Babylon. Uh, the mystery schools began and like, like Hans Utter likes to say, he doesn't want to say it's Islamic because he says it's, well, it's Chaldean and it's Babylonian, it's Sumerian, right? It's older. It's older than Islam. Well, he's right. But the point is, is that as a Christian, we look at those people and say uh, they didn't have the truth. Uh, whereas Islam says they did have the truth. They just didn't have the full truth, but Allah gave them special knowledge about his divine ordering of affairs through, you know, the, the zodiac and the seasons and the whole typical pagan uh, fertility, you know, occult ritual type stuff. So, in essence, Islam has baptized the ancient mystery schools into itself. Now, Again, that would be a very startling claim to make, but uh, I actually have come across plenty of 
evidence to, to show this. So, I mean, with, with the Baron von Sabatendorf, we, we showed how Islam and the Nazis were together. Uh, well, Hitler, you know, his, he was uh, calling some of his uh, top people a uh, new order of Templars, right? So Hitler's into the Templars and the Templars are connected back to Islam again, right? So, yeah, and of course, for those who don't know, the the uh, Waffen SS's largest division was the 13th Hanjar Division out of Bosnia, etc., run by the Grand Mufti of uh, Palestine, which of course was fully Islamic, and people don't realize that. And then, as you just mentioned, the the uh, Sabatendorf episode that we did about five weeks ago, we showed how the Thule Society and Baron von Sabatendorf were essentially Islamic and uh, uh, used the Nazi party to gain headway into Europe, essentially, or to take, you know, as an attempt to take over Europe. Right. Uh, yes. And um, really, Islam's been trying to take Europe over for a long time now. And uh, it's for about still doing 1600 years or no, about 1200 years or so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a long, long time. For sure. Anyway, so so this is a full circle back to Babylon. Uh, this, this is, Islam has embraced Pythagoras, Plato, uh, embraced uh, the mystery schools of Babylon and the Persians and the Sumerians and the Chaldeans uh, because it's in, it's in the Mesopotamian area and under the Persian Empire where all of this stuff mixed together. And what we find is that as Islam went on its conquering spree, it was basically a bunch of like warlike, dirty goat herders. And then they took over Persia and Persia was rich with art and all this stuff and a big conflagrations of, of cultures and learning and occult schools. And so when they took over the Persian empire, they rebuilt Babylon, called it Baghdad, and it was in Baghdad during the third caliphate that's considered the, 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 the golden age of Islam, which is in the 800s around about. And this is where we find uh, the, the very first mention of a Kabbalist, which lived 50 miles south of Baghdad. And he was he was Joseph Ben Abba of Baghdad. So <clears throat> what we need to understand here is that Muhammad already he was already practicing weird occult things in caves. And um, and so he he his his followers that he passed it on to found a lot of things to learn from in their golden age of Islam. Anyway. So it's in this 800 time where then the, the Sunnis, they bust up the, the more uh, occult-minded Shias, and then everyone goes underground, okay? So in the 800s, at the last of the 800s, this is where everyone kind of runs underground and starts spreading. It becomes an occult, for lack of a better term. It, the, the mystery schools are no longer allowed out in the open. 
right? Because in, in Babylon and Egypt, the mystery schools were open. You were like, I'm a high priest of Osiris. And you didn't have to hide that fact, right? So this is when the occult became the occult and, and, it, and spread out as a secret revolutionary idea. And it has infiltrated the Jews. It has infiltrated the Catholics. It has infiltrated the Protestants. It has infiltrated the Hindus. It has infiltrated the Buddhists. It has infiltrated the communists. It's spread its tentacles through everywhere. Okay. So I didn't want to believe any of this. But you're only allowed to talk about Judaism in its regard. Right, right. I was caught up in the whole... uh, is it is it fake Catholics or is it fake Jews who are really in control? Well, guess why they're fake Catholics and fake Jews and fake Protestants? Well, because they're Islamic Catholics, Islamic Jews, Islamic Protestants. It's like we had discussed in the Sabbatean uh, episode, which was, I think, your second time on. And, yeah. you know, and the Sabbateans are crypto Islamists. And uh, they create the blame that all Jews, well, they create a lot of the blame that all Jews get, you know, and people don't identify what is a Jew. They just say the Jews in as broad stroke uh, fallacy as they can possibly use. Right. Well, you know, it just it makes it real simple for simple minds, you know, like um, this race bad, kill, kill. Right. Yeah. You got to use as as little thinking as possible, you know. Right. And just pump the anger, pump the indignation, pump them full of victimhood and and give them the most simplest answer to solve all their problems. And these these retards fall for it because they want a simple answer. Right. And then they you know, they have their their online heroes in the uh, troll community. Um, you know, we're already seeing uh, some of these, uh, you know, lesser intelligent fools pop up tonight. So it's, it, it, you know, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, welcome, welcome. It's, uh, you know, interesting to see how afraid they are of any factual information getting out, you know. But, you know, they have the agenda and they're obviously part of the occult as well, likely, if they are you know, concerned in spreading so many lies, which I guess you could call Takia for that matter, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep, pretty much. So, you know, like I was saying, I didn't want to believe any of this. I was caught up in the whole dichotomy of fake Catholics, fake Jews, who's really in charge. And uh, I, like I like we talked about before, I had a two-month-long argument with Lloyd about it where he just kept calling me a Muslim and I got upset about it. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Like men, we, we dusted ourselves off, shook hands and, and, and uh, learned from one another. So that's that's the, that's the object here. You know, we can have a friendly discourse, a friend like a friendly fight. OK, a friendly fight. No one has to get hurt. We'll just have a, a discussion of ideas and whoever's idea wins wins. OK. So anyway, so I was fighting with Lloyd and I was like, ha ha ha, Lloyd, I know where the church of the Illuminati is. So uh, I'm going to show you it's not Islam. So let, let, let's go to, uh, yeah, uh, let's I'm, go to the church of the Illuminati. Honest. So I'm showing so, the church so of the people. Illuminati here built in 1911. Go ahead. Right. So it's, it's built in 1911. Um, 
And in front of the altar is encased a stained glass window originally from one of the Templar churches in France. This 13th century light of the East is said to have come from one of the churches that Jacques de Molay, Grand Master of the Knights Templar, worshipped. A Templar initiate saved the stained glass window from destruction, and it eventually found its way to America. So, first off the bat, we have association with Templars. Okay, so, and this is, this is the Rosicrucians. Okay, the, Ro the, the Rosy Cross Order, there it is. And uh, they associate themselves with the Knights Templar. Now, the reason why they built this chapel, we're gonna see here. The chapel has always been considered the heart of or the Mecca for the great work. Okay? <laughs> the Rosy Cross Order, with its sacred Templar window, calls itself the Mecca for the great work. Now, when I saw that- And it's that, always been considered that. Right. Always. <laughs> so this is where I said to myself, full stop. Wait a second. Wait one second here. Islam, the, 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 the church of the Illuminati is claiming to be a Mecca. Whoa. So I put a full stop on everything and I decided to re-search for, you know, ah, dang it. <laughs> Sorry about that. So I decided to go back through my research and start asking myself, well, where does Islam show up? Where does it show up? What, where, where am I finding this in the Freemasonic orders? Where am I finding this in um, pop culture? Where, what am I, what am I really looking after here? Because if, if the Church of the Illuminati is considering itself a Mecca, then we, we need to go, to go back. So then I, I went and asked myself, well, where's the Templar headquarters? Well, the Templar headquarters for about 500 years was the church, uh, uh, Castle Tomar. And they said they built it according to the uh, design of the Dome of the Rock in Jerusalem. So they considered the Dome of the Rock to be the Temple of Solomon. Well, Islam also has a history of Solomon in their writings. And they say that Solomon, it was a magical man who had magical powers and a magical ring and he could fly or go to the bottom of the ocean because he was such a powerful magi of Allah and that he was the last true king of Israel. So that's what Islam teaches about Solomon. So, so, when, and that's just the opposite of what the Bible has to say. So now, so now that I found this Beverly Hall, the Church of the Illuminati, okay, well now, um, their first convocation was held in 1916 uh, or 1917, and they published a book uh, to explain why they were building this chapel and this Mecca for the great work. And to, to let us know some things about 
About... And never mind those who use the term the great work and its own ties to Islam. Right. Well, the great work is 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 spread out through the entire cult. That's it's the great work is their utopia where they're free from the muggles and they all live in their Gnostic paradise where everyone is in submission to Islam. Correct. And then after everyone's either murdered or submits to Islam, then the world will be at peace. Yeah. Then we'll have our utopia. All right. So, uh, what we're going to read uh, was published by the philosophical publishing company, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, the name of the book is just T-R-Y. It's on the cover. It's just T, capital T-R-Y. Just, uh, just a second. Uh, Justin says the great work is hermetic. Oh, right. So, so remember Baron von Zabottendorf? He called the, the grip, uh, uh, the master grip, the grip of Hermes. See how Islam baptizes the, 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 the old mystery schools into itself? So, yeah, but that's alchemy in essence. Hermes is, is about alchemy. And so that's what this really is all about. It's the philosopher's stone and alchemy. And uh, that's the great work, the great part of the, the other part of the the inner great work is coming to realize yourself as the philosopher's stone through submission to Allah. Okay. And that's what I'm trying to say is they've, they've taken all the, all the Greeks and the Romans and the Persians and the Babylonians. They've all, they've baptized it into Islam. They've accepted it because remember they said everyone started out a Muslim. So if these other guys, they were just, they were born in the wrong time. Prophet Muhammad just hadn't come yet. It wasn't there all they were just doing the best they could and they uncovered these great truths from allah they just didn't have the full, didn't have the full thing yet all right in explanation of the contents of this book it is to be stated that these articles do not give the inner work of the rose cross order but simply the outer the public teachings all right so this this is telling us that to get to the final secret, don't think that by reading this book, you, you're going to get the final secret. Um, and it also is telling you that what the word, the wordage, the, the way they're going to explain things is going to be code. So the Illuminati and its soul science work may be called the child of the Rose Cross order. All right. It's not the child of the Jew order, okay? It's the child of the Rose Cross order. And what did Baron von Sabatendorf tell us about the Rose Cross order? He told us the Rose Cross order was a child of Sufi Islam. See how that works there? Years ago, it was found that where there was one person who desired to follow the work with heart and soul, <clears throat> there were another hundred others who, oh, sorry, here, here. Where there was one person who desired to follow the work with heart and soul, in other words, who was willing to live the life as taught by the order, there were a hundred others who desired teachings from the order, but who were not willing 
to dedicate their lives to the sublime work. These thousands had to be taken care of, and as a result, the Illuminati and its soul science was born. Now, now this is a tricky statement. Did, did you catch it there? So where there was one person who was willing to go all the way to the end of the initiation, there were hundreds of others who were not. And in order to take care of those thousands of people who were not able to embrace the final realization of the Illuminati, that's why the Illuminati was created. It was to give them a mumbo jumbo order uh, through which the true initiates could um, manipulate them. So let this, where there was one person who desired to follow the work with heart and soul, there were a hundred others who were not willing to dedicate their lives to the sublime work. These thousands had to be taken care of. So everyone who doesn't want to follow into the like, I submit to Allah, they're like, oh, wow, uh, Jesus is just an ascended master and, and Lucifer's really a cool angel and he's just here to be a light bringer and wow, neat. What I'm going to do is ascend to be a god. Yes, that's what the great work is. I will be a god man. But really, deep down inside, the true initiates all know that it's submission to Islam that is the final and sublime work. The work of the Rose Cross Order as given to its students can never be published. It is a secret, sacred work between teacher and student. Okay. It's never published. It's only spoken by word of mouth. Uh, so all these people who are coming out here and they're like, the secret Talmud, it's only spoken by word of mouth, blah, 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 blah. Well, no, the Talmud was never secret spoken to by word of mouth. It was a bunch of occult mumbo jumbo on how to scramble up letters to get a Gnostic experience that they told by word of mouth. But the Talmud's not spoken by word of mouth only. It's never a secret. So now we're going to, oh, can you hear that dog barking? Just barely. I wouldn't worry about it. All right. Well, she's old and in the hot, so hold on. I didn't even know she's outside. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right. So that's just the introduction that they gave us to this book to help you understand. <laughs> like, all right. If you're a smart person, you're going to see, hey, wait a second. This isn't the full story I'm getting out of this book but it's going to give me clues and I'm going to be excited to be a part of the process. So ancient mysteries of Egypt, giving an initiation of three degrees under the authority of the Rose cross order founded in America in 1858, prominent delegates of the order were gathered in the most remarkable conclave held during the last 5,000 years. Uh, the publication of whose records now opens to the world, the connection of Egypt and her ages of true religion, power and glory with the mystic seal of the United States, whose heraldic symbolism declared the mighty desti destiny of, of America and has until now only been known by a limited number. So, <clears throat> so when we got the Federal Reserve, right, we got the new seal on, on the dollar. 
And so that's what they're talking about here, guys. So the Novus Ordo Seclorum, you know, the new world order, here it is. And now they're going to celebrate and they're going to tell us what it, it means, uh, sort of. So high Masons and members of the Eastern Star, physicians, teachers, authors, and members of all denominations, inclusive of the Hebrew, all these assembled at the call of the Grand Master of the Rose Cross Order for the 68th Convocation. So see, see what they did there? It, they're publishing the fact that, oh, oh it's Freemasons uh, and they're, they're women because the Eastern Stars, the women's version of, uh, of Freemasonry and uh, members of all denominations. And then who comes in last is like, oh yeah, and the Hebrews are here too, right? So yeah, and the Hebrews are here too. But, but they name the Freemasons and associate them with Jews. See how that goes there? Just keep in your head that you don't really, you don't really know who's behind. You think it's, oh, this is mainly Jewish. Todd, they're gonna look keep... over there. Oh, what? Jew. Oh, oh my God. Confirmation bias. Oh my God. Hey, you know, all the GDL shills uh, paid by Tom Steyer at all. Hey, that's what they say. You know, so as long as it fits my confirmation bias, that's the 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 furthest I got to think. You know, you don't have to yeah. do any more research as long as it fits your confirmation bias and you're a stupid tool. Hey, man, go with it. You know, as long as you're out there putting out videos naming the Jew and this kind of dumb stuff, you know, and it's like, you know, and we haven't even gotten into yet uh, uh, their their support of uh dugan and all of that stuff you know it's like it's you know it's all I, I, in you there. know what maybe may, maybe some of them support dugan but after listening to sway talk to patrick little about dugan like i don't think they get it i don't think they i don't think they get it but. you think they're too low on the tool ladder to uh yeah, they're actually... just they, they're participating in dugan's plan but they're and that's why they're interested they're like Hey, this kind of sounds like what we're doing, but Dugan said he's a Bolshevik Jew. What's going on here? I don't get it. Right. You, they don't get how they're tools of the whole. Well, wait, but that's the thing is that Dugan admits in his book that the reason why he calls himself a Bolshevik Jew is because this is the age of Satan. And so he's embracing the age of Satan. And the Jew is the is the is the race for Satan. So he's like, well, yeah, I want to help the end times and help Islam and you can't and you can't make Islam true unless the Jew is a nasty horrible wicked person that needs to be wiped off the face of the planet so that you can so bring he's in participating in making up the Jewish people look bad right and he's, then and that way they can promote it. they that, that way they can attack the old testament and promote uh, sharia right it and and the orthodox and the orthodox russian orthodox church which I am, I am nearly certain it's just rife with Aryan apostasy, Nestorian apostasy, uh, Manideanism. It's probably all in there. And all of those things are like, because the Manideans, uh, they're, they're considered people of the book. They're mentioned in, in the Quran. And they're, the Manideans, Manideanism means wisdom, secret wisdom. You know, the word means secret wisdom. And what they say is that John the Baptist, uh, you know, he he was the real guy we should have been listening to. Right, exactly. Fake Jesus, who was the most wicked man that ever lived. So anyway, so back back to this convocation of the Rosy Cross Order, okay? And, we'll, and 
so everyone was there. Everyone was there. So that means Islam was there. But they didn't tell us that. They just told us Hebrews and Freemasons. All right. The delegates and teachers presented the lectures, which were followed by discussions upon the subjects of eugenics, scientific motherhood, code of ethics for schools and home, spiritual Christianity, personal hygiene, diet and health, sin, authority, and individuality, Jacob's Ladder, initiation, reincarnation, soul development, the second coming of Christ, and the mystic significance of the seal of the United States. In the time of Solomon, well, here, let me stop there for a second. So, okay, 1916, eugenics, scientific motherhood, like, okay. So we, this is, you know, we've been, everyone's been telling you about the Illuminati and all oh, their eugenics programs and this and then that. And even on their, even on their website, did, did you show them out, told them don't get immunizations on the Church of Illuminati page? I didn't show them that. <laughs> It says right there on the Church of Illuminati, like, don't get a, don't get your uh, immunizations because they're nasty. All right. And so the second coming of Christ. Now, now this is kind of a Christian thing, but, uh, it, but also if you read the book, the Bible, it says, lo, I will be with you always. So really, Jesus never really left in Christian ideations right it's just he's gonna reveal himself for the second time now in islam they believe that jesus came the first time messed it up but it was a part of allah's purpose so that you know the whole story could play out and that he would take him to heaven and then send him back again but this time he's gonna take all the christians and lead them back to Muhammad because he's going to kneel to Muhammad and say, you are the true prophet of God. And then he will have accomplished his mission as everyone submits to Allah. So that's the second coming of Christ from an Islamic perspective. So in the time of Solomon, as in the time of the Egyptian priesthood, no ceremony was ever held unless the circle of Solomon commonly called the sacred seal of Solomon, had been previously prepared. But since the fall of Egypt and the temple of Solomon, this seal has been practically unknown, except to a limited number of students of ancient religions and mysteries. So there they go again. So they're always going to talk about the occult in terms of, of Jewish ways. They're going to use Jewish terminology because that keeps up the pretense. It keeps up the idea that, that they're not actually Islamic. Let's so now, uh, just want... uh, really quickly, Dashing Rogue asks, uh, what language you read uh, Dugan in? He's interested. What language I read yeah. Dugan I mean, you don't read Russian, so you obviously read it in English, correct? Right. So um, a lot of what I know comes from a certain Romanian a uh, journalist, I can't remember his name right now, but Lloyd got the opportunity to meet him yesterday. And uh, he actually knows how to read the Russian. So I'm, I'm hoping to get together with him on a call sometime and, and talk about that a little bit more. Most of what I know comes from the YouTube videos um, by this Romanian guy. So 
uh, and I listened to a ton of Dugan interviews and whatnot. So, yeah, you know, study everything, you know, and then you'll see how the uh, the GDL agenda, how how their tools for this whole agenda, they don't even see what they're doing. They're so caught up in their, you know, their laundry list of unverified talking points that they just, you know, thoughtlessly regurgitate naming the Jew and all this dumb stuff. That's, you know, they don't even get that they are tools of this whole agenda. And the the agenda is to undermine America and turn people against their own nation and against their own law system and to attack Christianity. And then, you know, the ultimate goal it would be then to bring in Sharia law and Chrislam. And, and most people don't understand that the law of the West is based on the Old Testament. And if you read the Old Testament and, well, and the New Testament, for that matter, you can begin to grasp these things. You know, these people are so caught up in the Talmud is, you know, the most evil book in the world that they don't think, well, hey, you know, how do I know that? Well, because some other tool told me that. Maybe I should verify it myself, which is what we did. We started going through and verifying all these quotes. One quote out of about 70 that I verified were was true, and uh, all of the others were uh, one-third were totally made up, and about two-thirds were taken drastically out of context. And then when you, when you get that, you know, when you start chipping away at the foundations of you know, the GDL, neo-Nazi, KKK, Islamic lies, you begin to see the entire, uh, you know, underlying agenda there. And, you know, you chip away one, and then it's like, okay, well, let's look at the next agenda, the USS Liberty, or, you know, it's like uh, Lloyd pointed out recently, I don't mean to steal your your fire, Lloyd, but, uh, you know, he pointed out, well, you know, if the Fed is so bad in a Jewish conspiracy— how come we're the wealthiest country with the highest standard of living? You know, why don't these people who think the Fed is so evil go live in, I don't know, uh, pick a, a nation, Venezuela? How about, uh, you know, Syria or Iran or something like that? How come they don't, you know, if, if the Islamic countries that they all worship are so wonderful, why aren't they going to live there? You know, but they don't even process through the thinking. You know, they just, they have Matakin points, and that's as far as these tools can think. You know, you got the whole list of them, and it's just about spreading hate. And you were caught in, up in it, I was caught up in it, and we started thinking through it and changing the way we were looking at things, and it was like, oh my goodness, you know. I mean, you know, a lot of these people don't even know their tools, but it's clear that at the top, some of them do know that they're full-on tools. Yeah, I, 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 I very, I, I doubt the sincerity of Handsome Truth one hundred percent. I, I think he's simply trying to weaponize stupid white people and make us look bad. Well, yeah, and then the point of that would be to get more synagogue shootings happening, uh, which will be twofold. It's going to get the, the conservative right Christians blamed for their liberal BS and then get the Second Amendment shut down. And that's really, in my opinion, the ultimate goal of the GDL. And then, you know, once they get the, the, the Second Amendment shut down, then their, their Islamic overlords can really take over because then we can't even protect ourselves. I mean, you know, when you look at the whole agenda that the GDL promotes, 
it's stupid stacked high. You know, it's just stupid after stupid after stupid after stupid. You have to be completely thoughtless to, you know, to, you know, go around and follow Jesse Spots or HT or, you know, Albert Bashai, any of these guys. Yeah, uh, like I said, it's it's an answer to the world's problems for really dumb people who are angry and lost their tribe and they don't know what else to do. So they're just being loud. It's as bad as any Antifa person just going, ah, ah, Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. And then these people are like, Joe, Joe, Joe. And it's all, it's dumb. It's dumb. The whole thing's dumb. So anyway, so, so Solomon. Colt loves to trot out Solomon because it makes him the whole thing look Jewish. Well, guess what the Bible has to say about Solomon? I'm just going to read 12 verses here, what the Bible says about Solomon so that we can see what God thinks about Solomon. But King Solomon loved many strange women together with the daughters of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonians, and Hittites. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines, and his wives turned away his heart. For it came to pass when Solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and went not fully after the Lord as did David, his father. Then did Solomon build a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, in the hill that is before Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon. And likewise did he for all his strange wives, which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their gods. And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice. And had commanded him concerning this thing that he should not go after other gods. But he kept not that which the Lord commanded. Wherefore the Lord said unto Solomon, For as much as this is done of thee, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my statutes which I have commanded thee, I will surely rend the kingdom from thee, and I will give it to thy servant. Notwithstanding in thy days, I will not do it for David thy father's sake, but I will rend it out of your hand, out of the hand of your son. So there you go. God judged Solomon for doing exactly what these occultists praise him for doing. Okay? So there it is. These occultists and Islamists say that Solomon is the last true king of Israel. Well, guess what? He was the last true king of Israel. That's true. And you know why? Because he was wicked and burnt babies to Molech for his pagan wives, okay? And they're praising him and they use his name over every occult work. They just smatter him everywhere because this is where the real power of the occult infiltrated the Jews and they've been suffering from a mind sickness that Solomon brought to them ever since. Now, that, that, that this is the mystic people, the ones that are you know trying to, 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 to embrace uh, you know, the, the multiculturalism uh, of, of paganism. All right. So uh, just to inter, uh, interject here really quick, Dashing Rogue says, was his name, uh, Freedom, 
his name Freedom Alternative Research and Analysis Lucian, because one of the claims is Dugan says one thing in Russian and another thing in other languages. And, and yeah, uh, now, no, I've told I have totally um, heard that. And this is why I want to speak to that journalist from Romania, because he knows he's done. He's read it in both. And he's the one who mentioned this fact as well. So. I, I would be keen on finding out what differences he's found between the Russian and the English. And so. uh, Daniel says Zoroastrianism is connected to Freemasonry and Sufis are neo-Zoroastrians. Well, you know, in Sufi Islam, uh, we showed is uh, the direct branch that Freemasonry comes out of. In fact, uh, Robert Graves, <clears throat> in the introduction to the book, The Sufis, uh, says straight up that Freemasonry is a direct uh, descendant of of uh, Sufi Islam. Well, okay, so <clears throat> the royals of the Persian Empire, uh, at the time they were conquered uh, by Islam, were Zoroastrians. And, um, in fact, one of the... Uh, Isn't that where this, the virgins and all come from? Isn't that out of Zoroastrianism? Or I wrong? Am I yes. Okay. Uh -huh. All right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> the, so the 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 Persian Empire had this uh, spot in the mountains. I, I think it's near the Black Sea, but it this is where the Persian Empire ran away to, and Islam could not dig them out of the mountains. So there was this last sliver of Zoroastrianism where the royal family had hidden itself in these mountains. And um, one of the sons decided that in order to save his royal line, he would convert to Islam, and he did. So they were, they were big into the occult and, and mystic schools, that family. And I'm sure that upon his his acceptance into the, the, the Ummah, he probably had a lot of things to teach the Islamic people. And so what I'm trying to say is that yes, yes, Islam is born out of, it's actually, it's a continuation of everything. Oh, dang it. It's a continuation. It calls itself a reform movement of Judaism and Christianity. It's what it considers itself. But on, in the same breath, it calls everyone who's ever been born a Muslim. So if they like anything, what they have to say, they just said, oh, well, he was blessed by Allah and he just didn't know how to be a proper Muslim yet because Muhammad wasn't there yet. Right. So this is why I'm saying it's a full circle. So we went, we went from Babylon, the original occult mystery schools of Egypt, et cetera, et cetera. Now it, it's gone back full circle. And now the prophet Muhammad is the one who went into the shrine. He took out all the gods, tossed them all out, right? And so made it all one. So, so now you have this, the idea of like, I am now one with the universe, right? So that's, that's ultimately what these people are trying to achieve by becoming the philosopher's stone is by becoming one with the universe and they will untap all their psychic and occult powers and then they'll be able to affect the world of sense things in the way they want to because they're ascended men. Right, right. And, and it's more along the lines of uh, primacy of consciousness rather than reality is real, such as Christianity, everything is based on Logos, and God is truth, like Titus 1-2, God cannot lie, Jesus is the way, the truth, the life, 
and they invert everything and then make it about the world is a reflection of them rather than them being a part of the world. Is that accurate to you? Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it, cause it's, um, it, that's, it's the Gnostic idea where there's, there's your, your magical realm where you get to be the God of your imagination. And, but only after you've properly submitted yourself to God, then will you be allowed this power of imagination. All right. And then you can so, go around and say, do what thou wilt, which is kill everybody and do all kinds of wicked stuff. Right, because this, this, this realm is meant for that. That's what it was built for. That's part of it. It's the order and the chaos, the light and the darkness. It's the, it's the, it's the duality. It's the realm of duality, and you, it's what you have to transcend. And, but, but don't worry about tasting from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You could do good. You could do evil. Just do it in submission to Allah, and you're good. Which is, of course, will, not logos. And of course, you know, and what they don't want people to realize, which took us a while to figure out, and I've exposed it now for years on the show, is the psychedelics are the fruit of the tree. It's not for your spiritual shamanic enlightenment. It is, you know, basically, the, the you know, I mean, that's what created the fall. So they're trying to recreate the fall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um they're trying to invert the fall because that's what they do. They invert it. All right. So this is not, this is not really on topic, but considering how, how, uh, how interesting it is with this whole um, Mexico thing. So if the student will give serious study to the article on, on the seal of the United States, he will find on the reverse side of the seal, which is as yet uncut. There is to be found the pyramid, but with the capstone as yet not placed. And thus he will see that the philosophy of the Illuminati is the absolute and undeniable philosophy upon which these United States are founded. Well, that's a lie, but it, it does have something to do with it. As is clearly indicated by our fourfold philosophy, by the drawings represented, representing our philosophy and by the drawings on the reverse side of the United States seal. And thus it would appear that the unseen hierarchies which shaped the foundation of the great republic, which must someday rule the world, are the same hierarchies which gave us the soul science philosophy as taught by the Illuminati. So, there, see, the unseen hierarchies. That's, what's, that's what the Illuminati is controlled by. It's by an unseen hierarchy. You mean and it's not the ones that they parade around in everyone's faces as the scapegoat? No. Oh, because that would be the... the simplest uh too easy answer you know and and you know but like people like to chase the scapegoat like my interview with well, albert stubblebine men who stare at scapegoats you know <laughs> uh so anyway so so what the rosy cross order is about to tell us is uh that the reason why there's no capstone on the top is this is this is why and what is this capstone my reader, prepare for a shock. When Atlantis ruled the world, that which is now America was connected with Egypt by what is now Mexico. And in Mexico, in the territory of the Yucatan, there is a pyramid in which the fire philosophers worshipped God as the divine fire and life in like manner as did the initiates of Egypt, for the two were then one. Okay. 
So America is not complete and will not be complete, cannot be complete until Mexico is again part of America as she was in the long ago. And when Mexico is once again part of the United States, then will the capstone have been set on the pyramid and the reverse side of the United States seal will be cut. So, so we gotta, we gotta not, bring back, a, we gotta bring back Emperor Montezuma and his, uh, you know, uh, right? his slaughter of eight thousand slaves per day. Yeah, that sounds like he. he sounds. Uh, oh, but oh, I'm sorry. Wait, you know, white people brought slavery. We're told to believe, you know. <laughs> all right, yeah. All right. So now, now this is now this next quote is is very important, okay? Because. This is it, it. This is going. Just listen. <laughs> the whole Bible is written in the stars, both the law and the gospel. While historic, historically, the entire story of man is set forth upon the Sea of Manasseh. The obverse side, so the obverse side of the seal is Israel in the Old Testament. The reverse is the offspring of all Israel under the New Covenant as the hope and outcome of Christianity. The two sides reflect each other and cannot be separated, being the Bible in its most condensed form, summing up all old world history in 12 tribe Israel. So what they're making the admission of is that Judaism and Christianity are what they consider to be the entire history of the old world okay now what are what are they after they're after a new world you mean order. like yeah right and that's the old world order so the old world order according to them is christianity and judaism correct okay? and we've you know we've talked about that on the show a couple of years ago how uh you know but and so then what do they want as the new world order chrislam or islam Right. So. All right. So uh, they're going to give us a little uh, quote from Merlin here. Uh, apparently, it's about about uh, America. When the cock France shall woo the dove America, mother and child shall cease to love, which is the rebellion of the colonies. When the cock France shall guard the eagle's nest, France's aid. The stars, our constellation of 13, shall rise all in the west. Then seven and six shall make but one, e pluribus unum. The lion's might shall be undone. Okay, so the Messiah has a title, and one of his titles is called the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. So they are trying to undo the lion's might, the lion of the tribe of Judah. They're trying to undo the Christian and, and Judaic alliance. The Christians are nowhere without Jews, okay? If you don't understand your Old Testament, you don't understand your New Testament, so you have to read Jesus the fulfills the, you know. He fulfills it, yes, Right, and, exactly. then, and then begins the new covenant, you know, so that's, right. that's the whole point of it all. And, you know, and what people don't realize is that, you know, all, all of these people that, you know, claim to be Christian and spread all of this hate stuff, 
they don't realize that Jesus and the 12 apostles were Jewish. So it's like, you know, we have to hate all Jews. And it's like, well, you know, the Jews are the cause of all evil in the world. Really? Yeah, it's it's not it's not even close to true. All right. Going going on further about the our, our seal of the United States. The stars upon our seal are set in the form of a six-pointed star or double triangle. This was anciently called Solomon's seal. Did you want? Uh, is there an image you want me to show? No, I mean you could, you can show. Ever come uh, on? Who doesn't know what this? Look on it. Pull out a dollar and look at the back of it. Yeah, come on. Uh, this was anciently called Solomon's seal and was embroidered upon the curtain of the temple, which hung before the Holy of Holies. At each point of the star was placed the symbol of an order which set forth arcane wisdom, and no man might pass into the Holy of Holies save he had mastered the learning of the orders with safety to himself because of the presence upon the altar within. Today in America, we have the restoration of this knowledge in these six orders. Order of the Illuminati, Order of Rose Cross, Ancient Order of Alchemists, Fraternity of Osiris, the Magi, and Eighth Priesthood. All right. Now, guess what? The Seal of Solomon, the Star of Solomon, Star of David. Okay, well, the Bible has something to say about this, too. But ye have borne the tabernacle of your Molech. And Chiyun, your images, the star of your God, which ye made to yourselves. And again, in Acts, then God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven. As is written in the book of the prophets, O ye house of Israel, ye have offered to me slain beasts and sacrifices by the space of 40 years in the wilderness. Yea, ye took up the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of your God, Rempham, figures which ye made to worship them and i will carry you away beyond babylon all right so god has plenty to say about this seal of solomon okay it's not it's the seal of remphan okay it's not the seal of solomon it's a pagan star okay pagan. A- amy Game nailed from- it in the chat <laughs> there you go good job amy so we're almost done with this part of the book and then we're gonna then we're gonna read some from the um the Shriner book, yeah. All right, so the all-seeing eye, we're still talking about the seal. The all-seeing eye looks down upon the ancient pyramid, which too symbolizes America and all she must mean to the world. Out of a glory, sign of the descent of new Jerusalem, this emblem, the eye, is as old as man's appearance on earth, being found upon ancient Chaldean monuments. So, yeah, Hans is right, Chaldean. Egyptian and Greek, while the Arabians looking upon it named the highest and holiest name of God with hushed voices and whispered, I am that I am. So there it goes. It, 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 it says that the Arabians get it. Uh, okay, yes, here. So now, this is really funny. So I, maybe you people don't know, maybe you do know, but um, Nimrod, Nimrod in Masonic uh, legend is supposedly the first uh, Freemason, okay? Now, Nimrod is the guy who had that big metal statue built, right? 
and in uh, Daniel, it talks about this statue and how uh, it will be destroyed by the rock that comes down from heaven. Okay, so now we're going to meet. As the head, body, and limbs of the great image made of different metals represented each messianic age, a new truth, and an empire directly relating to some manifestation of that truth, so must America represent the white stone, a nation fashioning itself until it shall have obtained the messiahship over all nations, overshadowing all that preceded it. This cannot be accomplished until each citizen shall throw aside the veil which lieth over his face, shall no longer see through the glass darkly, but face to face, when Judah shall no longer vex Israel, nor Israel envy Judah, but prepare to come together into that land which the Lord has given them an inheritance forever. All right, so this, this is a little bit convoluted, but the thing is, is that in your Bible, when Daniel's talking about uh, the multi-metaled statue, he's talking, about, he's talking about Mystery Babylon the Great. He's not talking about each new thing is a, a new uh, country who is a messiah. So you see, look how they, they, they couch that. So in, in the occult, countries, whole entire countries and races are playing a part in this great drama, so to speak. Um, and they think that, that, that the Chaldeans, the Babylonians, the Sumerians, the Romans, the Greeks, each one that participated in that metal thing was a different messiah country at the time of his existence so justin made a point that i was going to bring up earlier he says it's funny how idiots are often referred to as nimrods <laughs> well yeah are you going to build i'm going to build a tower to the sky <laughs> like okay good luck with that i mean what and what what do all the city builders love to do Build a building as high into the sky as they can. <laughs> Thinking that it's going to do anything. Well, they'll, they'll be closer to will or a law, I guess. All right. So now, now this is the last part. And then this, this is the last part of this book. The time has come, spoken of by Isaiah the prophet, when though the learned cannot read the book because it is sealed, nor the unlearned because he is unlettered, Yet shall the book be unsealed, for the ancient wisdom applies to the individual and his following of the Christ in his quest of the Holy Grail, in the drinking of the cup of unselfishness of his love for his neighbor, and the stranger within the gates of our own Ellis Island, that the stranger may grow to the light of this republic or carry its torch to other lands. Okay. So the stranger within the gates of our own Ellis Island. And what stranger is carrying a torch near Ellis Island? Well, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'm going to show this one. Wait for it. Ha! <laughs> well, would you look at that? A Statue of Liberty was originally intended to be a Muslim woman. How fascinating. I wonder why that is. And for those of you who are wondering the source, it's called smithsonian.com, Smithsonian Institute. Yeah, I mean, it's a bunch of hacks over there, right? 
Right, you know, your low-level academics and stuff at the Smithsonian. So, you know, <laughs> those of you who want to check, the, those of you who are capable of fact-checking uh, sources. So the new Colossus was actually born in Egypt. Uh, you know, so I'll just scroll through that on screen for those of you who want to uh, pause it and look through that. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's originally what it, is it? The, is it the Suez Canal that's over there by Turkey and Egypt? No, that's the one in. What's the what's uh, the the canal over there? I don't oh, know. Oh. Now you're 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 questioning my knowledge of geography and history. Yeah, so. All right. Well, we better not do that. So, <laughs> so does that put a whole new light on like maybe which book is in her arms, uh, and what exact light is that torch carrying? Well, now you're it, now you're making people think. You need, yeah. Uh, so, Mr. Winters says it's the Suez. So, you, but be careful making people think too deeply here, because you know so, the the GDL has a, an agenda to sell, and it's like you know as dumbed down as it possibly can be. Hey, and I I didn't I just did all this just fell out of me seeing that. This chapel of the Illuminati is the Mecca for the great work. And I was just like, what? And I've just been stumbling over this crap left and right. Like, wait, I was like, I saw that. I read that. And I was like, Statue of Liberty, Islam. <laughs> like, first thing it was, I'm like, what the heck? What the heck is going on here? And then, yeah, so Justin then says, I found this. Justin says Egypt refused her, i.e. the Statue of Liberty. America took her. Well, I gave her to her for free. But but who's to say that that whole thing wasn't even planned? I mean, the, maybe the whole thing was planned. It's like, oh, it's a way of occulting. Do you see? It's a way of occulting what it, the real symbolism of it. Because they're like, oh, people think it's, oh, it's Lucifer. Oh, it's Diana. Oh, it's, bleh. you know. But no one ever knew that really it's Muslim. It's a Muslim. <laughs> what the heck? All right. So now after I found all that stuff, I was like, well, all right. We got the Knights Templar and the Rosy Cross Order. And they're associated with Islam. And the Freemasons were there. So well, let's go look at the Freemasons a little bit closer and see, see what we can find there. And so I went Freemasonry and Islam and I found this book and I, I've read this. I read from this, uh, what was it? I think it was the second show a little bit, but, um, but this book is called, uh, Mecca temple, ancient Arabic order of the nobles of the mystic shrine, its history and pleasures together with the origin and history of the order. So let's see. The Order of the Nobles of the Mystic Shrine was instituted by the Mohammedan Caliph Ali. Okay, so Caliph Ali is, um, oh wait, is the cousin German and son-in-law of the Prophet Muhammad. Okay. So just so, uh, really quickly, somebody's asking, so why isn't she wearing a uh, hijab? And, uh, you know, read the article on the Smithsonian website. And I would say it's probably too obvious, too in your face. What would you add to that? Right, one hundred percent, and and you got to understand that. Um, you know, if she was wearing a hijab. They couldn't sell it as the uh, Statue of Liberty, right? It would be like, you know, the well, yeah. Statue of 
of suppression and slavery. Exactly. So, so why isn't it wearing hijab? Now, not all uh, Islamic sects require their women to wear hijabs, okay? That's not required everywhere. So, and in fact, there's kind of a, a movement within Islam to get rid of the hijab anyway, so... Uh, let's All see. Right. I don't know if zero infinity is correct here. A job is what women who used to wear clothing as prostitutes. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. So, um, <clears throat> the order is yet one of the most highly favored among the many secret societies, which abound in Oriental countries and gathers around its shrines, a select few of the best educated and cultured classes. Their unsensible object is to increase the faith and fidelity of all true believers in Allah, whose name be exalted. The secret and real purpose can only be made known to those who have encircled the mystic shrine, according to the instructions in the book of the Constitution and the regulations of the Imperial Council. So again, the constitutions of the Freemasons and all this, they're, they're absolute secrets, can't find it, so I don't I don't know how you encircle the mystic shrine, but I'm fairly certain it means going to Mecca. The nobles of the mystic shrine. <laughs> encircle oh. the black rock, the black stone, the. Uh... Oh, good grief. Yeah, you're probably right. The nobles of the mystic shrine are sometimes mistaken for orders of the dervishes, such as those known as the Hanafiya, Rufafiya, Sadaria. And others, either Saturia, Saturnalia, Saturia. Oh, okay. I don't know. Whirling, dancing, or barking, but this is an <laughs> error. Hmm, what? Oh, the barking. Go ahead. Oh, yes. The only connection the order ever had with any sect of dervishes was with that called the Bektash. So. Where who was associated with the Bektashi? There, Baron von Sabatendorf was. Hooray! This warlike sect undertook to favor and protect the nobles in a time of great peril, and have ever since been counted among its most honored patrons. The most famous Arab, known as Bektash, from a peculiar high white hat or cap which he made from a sleeve of his gown, the founder of the sect named in his honor was an imam in the army of the Sultan Amurath I, the first Mohammedan who led an army into Europe in AD 1360. All right, so notice this. Notice the order of the Bektashi is the Sufi order that has infiltrated into Europe. It is now, it's now in America since 1880, 1890 was officially set up. We'll find out here. And, um, and this, this particular cult is named after the first Imam who invaded Europe. But wait, 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 wait. The liberals believe that Europe invaded the Middle East, not the 500 invasions. Get wrong. Not the 500 invasions of 
the Middle East and Islam into Europe before right. the Crusades. Yes, the, yeah, right, exactly. The Crusades are a response to the invasion of Europe by the Muslims. For okay? centuries, many hundreds of times, and taking many millions of slaves. Exactly. Yeah. And so you mean, you you mean so like the, 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 the Muslims weren't the poor victims of the Christian Crusades, like, you know, like right, we're right. told and today? It, you wanted to stay alive, you better have been a rich Jew or a rich Christian because then you could have paid your uh, your jizya. Your, your, yeah, your, yeah, the, I love that word, demi. your jizya. Yeah. Jizya. <laughs> what the heck, man? What a bunch of strangos. Okie dokie. Oh, well, so, you know, so notice, look, the Bektosh, right. the guy who invaded Europe for the first time, okay? Now they're coming back for us, guys. They're coming back. They're, they're after us, man. But hey, wait, 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 wait. You know, you got to stare at the scapegoat. You got to only pay attention to the Jews because that is the only thing that's important to look that's at. That's what they want you to look at. Right. That's why. You know, that's why it's, you know, promoted everywhere and all of the uh, GDL people, that's all they they can say. They got my talking points and that's as far as it, it goes, you know. You, you got to follow the talking points and the laundry list of, you know, my talking points. And you never, you know, like, you know, like when you call a, a customer service line and you get someone in Asia and it's obvious that they're following a script and they don't actually know how to think beyond the script. And so they just go like, you know, they have all of the talking points there and it's like USS Liberty, you know, Bolshevik revolution, pornography and the Fed. The Fed, and they just go right down the list. They got they got my talking points, and uh, you know they never ever stray from those. They might bring in different levels of of shills or tools. It, you know, like you might get like the supervisor who has his own set of talking points. You know, but that's <laughs> like that's yeah. that's all that you get is like idiots with lists of talking points and they can never back their talking points they've never fact checked any of it they just regurgitate dumb stuff all right so the batash dervishes are numbered by many hundred thousands and they have several branches or offshoots which are named after the founder of each among the most noted are those which have their headquarters in cairo in Egypt, Damascus, and Jerusalem in Palestine. Okay? What, wait, oh, what? There are a cult Muslims inside Jerusalem? You've got to be kidding me. You mean like Sabbateans and whatnot? Oh, geez. No, they're actually Bektashi. <laughs> they don't even... Well, but yeah, but the Sabbateans, well, that's where... That's where Shabdai Svi went. He went to the Bektashi uh, order. So imagine that. There's a Bektashi. There's a Bektashi lodge in Jerusalem, guys. No way. Dude, you're going way too deep. You know, you're going to have to slow down for, you know, some of the people in the audience. They got their talking points. Oh, man. There's one in Tehran, too. And Shiraz. Oh, man. There's three in Israel. Whoa. And actually, it's in India, Morocco, Algeria, all over, all over the place. And now, now they're in America. And guess what? They, they, there are 
Bektashi, this, 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 the Shriners are Bektashis, okay? And the Bektashis are intent in taking over Europe and all the European people and everything that we built. It's like that image that Lloyd found of the uh, Shriners taking over the, you know, the California Capitol building, you know, of the, of the caliphate to the, in California. Yeah. Or is that too obvious, you know, because they name it California and then pretend like. Well, the Jesuits were all over the place here in California. The, the caliphate in California. All right. So all Mohammedans respect everyone who has made a pilgrimage to Mecca and who will, will repeat the formula of the creed. There is no deity but Allah without reference to what his private belief may be. For they have a maxim, the interior belongs to God alone. So going back again, see, this is, this is about how you in the outer world, in the world of sense things, you are to submit to Allah. And by submitting to Allah in the world of sense things, then your interior realm is opened up to you and you become a mystic magician in your realm of imagination. And then you can affect the real world with your imagination. Among the modern promoters of the principles of the order in Europe, one of the most noted was Herr Adam Weishaupt, a Rosicrucian. Oh my God, you gotta be joking me. Wait. What up? The modern promoters of the principles of the Bektashi order in Europe is Herr Adam Weishaupt. I could have swore to God that he was a Jew. What's going on here? Really? He's a, he's a Bektashi? But wait, the, but the Illuminati is one of my talking points. Well, but yeah, because Jacob Frank was there with the Rothschilds and Herr Adam Weishaupt, and they're all Jews, right? Wait, no, no. Oops. One, one's a, he's a Rosicrucian. Oh, Ah, what do we find out? Rosicrucians, child of the Sufis. Illuminati, Illuminati, child of the Rosy Cross Order. See how the chain goes? Now, <laughs> I just but, can't but, but wait a second. If you only go by people's last names for the for the sum total of all your thinking, then you just can say you know anybody is Jewish. Wouldn't that yeah, be? Yeah, yeah. But but that, it does. It's dumb. It's just dumb. You got to pay attention to what these people believe. What is their philosophy? Not what is their race? What is their race? Or their like, last look, name. There is an argument to be made that maybe the Jews from Europe aren't really the original Jews. Like, what if they're Gomorites? Oh my God. Gomorites? But I don't really care. I don't really care. What I care about are people's ideas. Okay. Now, there's this group of people who identified themselves as Jews who then converted to Frankism and Frank ca called himself the second coming of Shabtai Sfi and Shabtai Sfi converted to Bektashi Sufi Islam. See how this all connects together, people? Please. But come on, it, come on. What about the low-hanging fruit for the simpletons? Can't we have our low-hanging fruit? No, no. Not, not unless you want to be a sucker. If you want to get taken for a ride, if you want to be an idiot, if you just want to, if you want to go along to get along, if you're just a chucklehead who likes to put a yarmulke on and little fake curls and go, name it Joe. Like what? It, 
when your life flashes before your eyes, when you die, dude, and then you look and you see yourself doing that, you're going to be so ashamed, man. You're going to cry. You're going to be real sad about your choices in life. I'm sorry. That's just, that's the plain, simple facts. But hey, you know, all the problems in the world, aren't they caused by per people with curly cues on the side of their heads? No. Oh, man. So you mean we're, the, the audience is going to have to rethink so all right i i won't be snarky anymore i'm just being sarcastic I, I just i can't i can't take it anymore with that crap <laughs> it's just like after this show i'm sorry um your illuminati conspiracy about it being jews is busted it's busted it is in the trash find a new theory get on board with us open up your mind we have to start fight against this. thinking Hell, i yeah. found another i found another president gerald ford he was a shriner okay so we've got Harding, we've got um, Roosevelt, we've got Ford, we got uh, Barack Obama. Okay, guys, oh. we've got four Muslim Islamists who have been president of the United States of America, and no one even knew. See, see, look at this GDL uh, tool, genitals. I think it's about time your followers know that you're a shill and controlled by Freemasons. I mean, this person is so dumb they didn't even hear the show. I mean, you got to address that level of stupid because that's a level of stupid that that you know most people can't even get down to. You know, so good job, Jenna Talls, whatever your you know fake account is. I, I you know I'm I'm proud of you that you you know or I, I pity you that you can get that dumb because that's really really dumb i mean you know learn to read maybe L listen use your or head just fact listen check. to me read for crying out loud we we give them the information done. to check but they're too <laughs> stupid to figure it out i mean these are the gdl shills like talk about you know you know uh, bottom feeders like holy wow you know <laughs> Come on, guys. I gave I gave you the title of the books. I mean, that those these are people that that pride themselves in stupidity. That's like good grief, man. Good grief. Yeah, look, look. Come on. I I'm not up here to make myself feel smart. I'm really, honestly, I got my hand out to even all you GDL. Like, you, this, you need to get with the program. You need to wake up. You need to stop putting yourself into such a small paradigm. Okay. But Open they got up. Matak in points. But, no, uh, USS Liberty and Illuminati. And if I just repeat this, it will become true because, you know, that's all I can say and think. And Jan Urban sold out he's a shill because, you know, like the GDL told me. <laughs> um, right. We sold out to YouTube, and that's why. Uh, My that's channel why was. His channel's de demonetized. Right, because, yeah, duh. Oh my right. god. They're they're so okay. stupid, well, you know, it, it makes again. your let's head hurt, again. you know. Among among the modern promoters of the principles of the Bektashi order in Europe, one of the most noted was Herr Adam Weishaupt, a Rosicrucian and professor of law in the University of Ingolstadt in Bavaria, who revived the order in that city on May 1st, 1776. Its members, its members exercised a profound influence before and during the French Revolution when they were known as the Illuminati, and they professed to be teachers of philosophy, to ray forth from their secret society the light of science over all mankind without fear or favor, 
to diffuse the purest principles of virtue. In short, restating the teachings of Aristotle, Pythagoras, Plato, Confucius, and other philosophers. See how they gather all the ancient mystery school guys up together and they baptize it in Islam? In the Sufi order, see how they take they take all the ancient stuff and they just they incorporate it into their their Sufi Freemasonic Islamic paradigm. The, da the dashing rogue has a question in regards to the Statue of Liberty. Is it similar to the Colossus of Rhodes? If so, how can we tell if that is true and not revisionist history? Uh, I Well, I am going to have to admit ignorance on that topic, dashing rogue. I'm sorry. I'll look it up, though. Uh, say, what was it again? The Colossus? Colossus of Rhodes, yes. Colossus of Rhodes. Wait, is that the is is that the, on the island that leads into the Mediterranean? Is that what that is? Um, I don't know. No, does Dashing Road know? You're, you're questioning my geography again. <laughs> no, I'm questioning Dashing Road. <laughs> I don't know. He'll have to post up something. All right, in, in the chat there. Okay, so among the members of the Illuminati, there are recorded the names of Friedrich the Great, Mirabeau a Duke of Orleans, many members of royal families, literary, scientific, and professional men, including the illustrious Goethe, Spinoza, Kant, Lord Bacon, and a long list besides whose works enlarge and free the mind from the influence of dogma and prejudice. Okay, so notice these Islamic Freemasons are saying that the Illuminati is Islamic Freemasonry and uh, it's cool with all the old cats from all the mystery schools from before them. Okay? So, again, full circle. The Illuminati, the Islamic Illuminati, it's nothing else at this point. They've, they've, the, all the schools are converted. They've all converted. Okay? Because it's a universalism. And all you have to do is make the admission there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his prophet, and then you submit to that, and then your interior world is free to you. You can do whatever you want. You want to be a pedophile? That's okay. No problem. So there. Uh, Chip is asking, the Knights Templar are Islam too. They, they became yes. the, the Knights Templar went into... Jerusalem and did all of their stuff and came out and they were spreading uh, Islam and then they spread it through Freemasonry, blah 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 blah. You know, on down the yeah, road. right. So, so this this is what I, this is my working theory. My working theory is that um, the Knights Templar were originally good Catholics and they originally had a, a proper motivation to go and, you know, push back on Islam and, you know, take some land in their territories so that they will have to have, be on the defense a little bit more instead of just rampaging across the world like they had been. Now, when, when you ever, you ever like, if you played on a sports team, right? Or if you play pool, or maybe you've got a card game that you like to play. Well, 
you got a nemesis, right? If you play cards with someone a lot, you got a guy who beats you all the time or a pool, some guy who beats you all the time. And uh, you, you may hate him because you're like, oh, this guy always beats me. But then eventually over time, you will like maybe you, you, you beat him and then he gets mad. And then there's like this thing that happens between people who fight against each other that they come to an understanding of one another and a mutual respect sometimes. So, especially in the old days, if you're like battling on the, everyone's all bloody and tired and you're like, oh God, we are like, we, it stinks and there's flies and there's dead people and uh, let's retrieve our wounded. And they let each other retrieve their wounded, right? They don't, they don't go ambush the, the parties retrieving the wounded. There's a respect there. So what I believe has happened is that when they took over the Dome of the Rock, and they entered into the mystic shrines of these uh, Sufi cults. Uh, they were <clears throat> bewitched by a new way of thinking that the Catholic priests never taught, and they got they they had their imaginations run away with them, and and they started learning during their hundred years or so occupying the dome of the rock trying to understand the symbolism uh that the that islam had created inside the dome of the rock so i think that's how they were converted they were converted to islam uh because the islamists said look we're, we're not trying to tell you not to be a christian you know the christians are people of the book it's just you gotta you gotta submit to allah and say that the prophet muhammad is is the only true prophet and the Templars did this because they liked the, the strange practices that, well, probably opens themselves up to demonic influence and demonic raptures. And they went with that because like, wow, this is way cooler than just normal Catholicism where I just eat a piece of bread and drink some wine. So I think that's what happened in the Knights Templar. That's my working theory anyway. So, oh, right. good grief. Uh, the, the island of Rhodes is at the crossroads between Europe and the Middle East and Africa, probably where we get Rhode Island and blah, blah, blah. Oh, people caught up still on fake Talmud quotes, even though. Oh, my God. We, Shut up. We, 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 even <laughs> though we expose all but one of those quotes is total fakes, you know, it's like, oh, my it's God, I've never read it because. I've never read it, and it's the most evil book in the world because somebody else told me to believe that, and I never even bothered to open it up and find out if that was true. And, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just, just send Jan an email. Yeah, how many – I got, I got a question for, for you. How many generations do you think it's going to take, take Jesse Spots and his crew to recover from facts and truth? Because you know, he's saying that it, you know that it's going to take multiple generations now because they're on the losing side. Oh yeah, they're desperately hoping and praying for. He's uh... <laughs> it's like a guy with no kids, as far as I can tell, is like telling us to teach our children about the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know what? Um, go eat some more Twinkies, dude. Good grief. God, these people. All right, so. <laughs> 
The mystic shrine is referred to by the Muslims generally as the order of the unwritten law, in distinction from the written law, which is the Quran. So, um, commemorating the prophecy. We thus commemorate the inspired prophecy announced at Mecca centuries ago with the transformation of one, the adoration or the keys of secret knowledge, the inevitable, the rending asunder of al Quran, and the final individualization of the soul and the recognition of Allah as the most high. And although clad in steel, gold, and glory, humbly bow down in reverence and humility and proclaim that Allah is God, the merciful and compassionate. So that they're warlords. They're going to be clad in steel, their armor, their weapons. They're going to be clad in wealth, and they're going to they're going to take it to us, man. And they're going to make everyone bow down before Allah. So someone now now we have another GDL tool trying to claim that uh, they know my handler. They know someone who knows you and knows your handler. Yeah, because, I mean, that's so stupid. Yeah. I'm um, his handler. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, I do, I swear, because, you know, because I heard that from someone. Uh, duh. Oh, my God. It, it just, come on, guys. <sighs> it, his his channel's demonetized. Name, name the handler. Yeah. What? Chip says, name the handler. That's pretty funny. I mean, they're grasping at straws because they got nothing left. You know, it's like we've we've taken away all their their talking points and, you know, we're going to take away the rest of their talking points. They're too stupid to fact check any of their claims. So all they can do is yell shill and I know your handler and, you know, dumb stuff and do hit piece videos. I mean, they're they're out of ammo. They've got nothing left. They're totally impotent. You know, they're on the losing side. They, they don't have the intellectual capacity to fact check or think. No, and you're, you're, the narrative's just way too small. Like, it doesn't incorporate anything. It, it, it like, um, now I know it may seem. You, you're like a shit. Wait, wait. They got name calling and they got my list of talking points, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and, and they've got empty troll accounts see they pretend like they are not the shills with their empty troll accounts like all of these dimwits have empty troll accounts that's how sorry and weak they are that all they can do is use empty troll accounts to go around and spread lies you know that's freaking weak whomever the coward is hiding behind that that account there you're you're a coward and a loser go get you know real work All right. So frequent revolutions in Arabia, Persia, and Turkey have obscured the order from time to time as appears from the many breaks in the continuity of the records at Mecca. But it has often been revived. <clears throat> Some of the most notable revivals are those at Mecca and Aleppo in AD 1698 and at Cairo in AD 1837. The latter under the protective protection of the Khedive of Egypt, who recognized the order as a powerful means of civilization. <clears throat> All right, so in the year AD 804, during a warlike expedition against the Byzantine Emperor Nicephorus, the most famous Arabian caliph, Harun al-Rashid, 
deputed a renowned scholar, oh, blah, 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 and found a college there for the propagation of religion of the prophet Muhammad. The work and the college arose and the order of the nobles was revived there as a part of the means of civilization. So like I said, it's in 800. In 800, this is when the occult, as far as I can tell, the occult as um, as a, like, a tr- like a truly uh, subculture of society begins in the 800s. Uh, Nearly three centuries after the death of the great caliph and patron of learning, the order of nobles was revived at Baghdad by Abid el Qadr. Wait, wait, wait. Let me interject here. Dashing Rogue just found something I want to read. Sure. You, you'll like this. It says from Wikipedia 653, uh, in 653, an Arab force under Muslim caliph Muawiyah one captured Rhodes, and according to the chronicle of Theophanes, the confessor, the statue was melted down and sold to a Jewish mer- merchant of Edessa who loaded the bronze on 900 camels. The Arab destruction of the purported sale to a Jew possibly originated as a powerful metaphor for Nebuchadnezzar's dream of destruction of a great statue. Hmm. All right. That sounds interesting. I have to say I don't know anything about it. Another possible lead anyway. Go on. Sorry. That's that's a lot of camels. Yes, indeed. All right. So but that would be a lot of, you know, camel urine that they could drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so now so now that. The, the or, so the order has to get revived after this 800, right? And it's, it's revived by a Persian who is an eminent doctor of the Sufi sect in 1160, okay, 1160. So among the traditions of the order occurs this very significant record. In no single instance has the government in any country ventured openly to oppose the silent secret workings of the nobles although the secret agents of the government are always present and exercise a careful surveillance in every mystic temple. The leading spirits of the order are found in every circle of the higher classes, even including the functionaries of government and exert an influence in proportion to their position, dangerous to the vicious, beneficial to the virtuous. The order of nobles of the mystic shrine in America. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, now. The ritual now in use is a translation from the original Arabic found preserved in the archives of the order at Aleppo, Syria, whence it was brought in 1860 to London, England, by Rizik Allah Hassoun Effendi, who was the author of several important works in Arabic, one of which was a metrical version of the Book of Job. His history of Islam offended the Turkish government because of its humanitarian principles, and he was forced to leave his native country. Right. So this is this is uh, the Sunni, right? The Sunni, the Sunnis are not actually that cool with these cats, um, and uh, they don't like the whole Wahhabists either. The the Sufis do not. They don't get along with them. But so that's that's kind of like what they meant by like they they have to revive themselves because occasionally the Sunnis come in and they're like ah heretics and kill them all and so they have to go underground and then they revive blah blah blah. 
Now, where do I want to get here? What I, what I want to tell you about is basically how they how we got this. So, the details of the introduction of the order into America are found in the published history. The late William J. Florence, the popular comedian, is conceitedly one of the first two founders of the order in America. So I find this really fascinating. Is uh, a comedian, <laughs> a comedian is the guy who brought this into America? Now, I, I find funny parallels there with Owen Benjamin, right? <laughs> uh, it's very, very funny that they would use a comedian to introduce this Islamic sort of idea of name the Jew. So he went, so what this, this comedian went on, he went on a tour oh, you cut, while he you, was in France. Hold on. Wait he till got, your signal um, catches invited. up. You, we just okay, lost sorry. your, there it goes. You, you lost your signal for a second. Go ahead. All right. So, so this comedian was on a tour in um, Europe and in France in particular. And uh, he was staying at a hotel. Um, and he is a 33rd degree Freemason. Now, the, 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 the head desk man at the hotel was also a Freemason. And after uh, Florence uh, had done one of his comedy shows, he was coming home, going back to his room to go to bed or whatever. And as he was, uh, you know, checking for anything that might have been left for him at the desk, the guy said to him, hey, I know you're you're a Freemason. I'm a Freemason. And there's a very interesting um, ritual going to take place at uh, the Bokhara Lodge here in Marseille, France. Well, the Bokhara Lodge <laughs> is a Bektashi Sufi Lodge in France. Uh, so, and, oh, and this guy had the occasion. And so he's in Marseille. I just want to say this real quick, because this comedian, he was an, he had the occasion to call on Duncan Sherman and co bankers. And I was told by one of the gentlemanly clerks at the bankers, not the, sorry, not his hotel at the bank, at the bank, which he was visiting, told him of this. So, oh yeah, all those dirty Jew bankers, right? Well, guess what? Maybe they're all Jews. Come on, guys. Well, but that's an easier storyline because it doesn't require any thinking or fact checking. You know, you can just make blanket statements and go, duh. Aaron Ritter says, uh, I now consider Owen Benjamin and E. Michael Jones the two top Islamists of our time. I don't know if I would say the two top, but they're, you know, up there. And we can't forget uh, Heichel Moffman either. I mean, Michael Hoffman, you know. Yeah, I, I, you know. I kind of see Owen Benjamin as trying to like his mission was to make himself cool with the conspiracy crowd in order to um, manipulate the conspiracy crowd to be focused on the Jew. I, I really he's as far as I can tell, he's he's a lifetime actor. He's he there's nothing sincere about Owen Benjamin at all. Yeah. And then, you know what, his his wife's entire family is all Jesuit trained. So there. <laughs> so there. All right, uh, let's see here. 
Well, you know, that's that's about it. All there's really left is the history of how these guys um, came into being given proper authority by the official Bektashi Sufi um, order. Because it literally, the Shriners in America are literally Bektashi Sufis, okay? And Shabtai Sfi, after he converted to Islam, was officially a Bektashi Sufi occultist. And Baron von Zabatendorf is a Bektashi Sufi occultist. And guess what? The Ismailis and the assassins, after they got trounced, by the by the oh tons or whatever the heck they're called they came back and joined the bektashi sufi muslims okay guys the whole thing it all originates in babylon which is where shia and islam is really it's all in in babylon it's ancient babylon islam is now babylon reborn so and and let's just let's just drive home this point really quickly and we covered this in the shows with lloyd and maybe this will you know because it's all about the occult there's you know hassani's about all of this stuff but once you get what and i'm going to show this on screen here once you get what the oxford english dictionary says right here baphomet a form of the name muhammad used by medieval writers Alleged name of the idol, the Templars were accused of worshiping, so they were worshiping Muhammad. They connect to the Bektashi, they connect to the Shriners, they connect to the Freemasons. It all ties together, and once you get that, you know, Baphomet is Muhammad, that's, you know, what the Satan worshipers, the occultists, the, all these different groups, that's what they worship. And then you can and, be, and, and then you and can that, start to tie it all together and see the big picture, right? And and the guy that uh, associated Judaism with Baphomet is called Eliphas Levi, right? And any serious occultist says that guy is a joke. He's a joke to the serious occultists. Call Eliphas Levi a joke, okay? You're getting joked. You're it's a joke, guys. You you're falling for their joke. You you have become their joke. You are the running joke, GDL. Yeah, you're a running joke. Literally, <laughs> here you we are, go. You have reduced yourself to being memes only. You don't think critically at all. You are a prancing, hilarious meme that, unfortunately, for some reason, has enough satanic power behind it to influence really retarded people to do violence. Okay, so I'm telling you again, dude, you're you're gonna you're gonna be real sad with yourself at the end of the road when when you die and your life flashes before your eyes. And, and, and you're like, I worked for the, the Jew. I I worked for the GDL and I did a video naming the Jew because my name is HT or Jesse Spots and I you know it's like such wow and these people call themselves Christians. I mean, if you read the Bible, does it actually say to spread hate or is that what islam teaches you know it's like duh anyway wow you know we can only pity and pray for them at this point yeah and and uh and everyone else who's been like uh 
you know, in the in the alt community of, you know, not just always uh, taking what our history books has to say on face value. I know, I know it's a really rough and tumble kind of um kind of a scene that we're all a part of over these past years. And um, and so thanks for sticking it out. I hope everyone's learned something from this. I hope, I hope, and I feel like this this study that I've just done, at least for myself, I hope it helped you, but this is the this is finishing the 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 occult. Uh, information on the Illuminati that we needed to know. And if you're a Christian, I mean, it, the biggest enemy that they call uh, in the Bible is called Babylon the Great. See, okay? see, look, what the what these losers do is every time they get called out, they go create another fake account under another woman's name. Now it's Amy Rose. We've been talking about the Rosicrucians and whatnot. You're all a bunch of morons that like to blame everything on Islam. No, we're actually giving you weak-minded people citations that you can actually go and fact-check yourself rather than saying majus majus and islamophobia because you know you you got your talking points from no, the no, islamists I, I themselves I didn't, I didn't blame anything i didn't blame everything on islam i just got i just got done telling you that all of these these ancient mystery schools <clears throat> have been baptized into islam islam has accepted them as a part of its culture and its thinking and its way of being. Oh, oh, wait, wait. She's got one of my talking points. She says, do you believe that Arabs run Hollywood? You know, obviously, the, you know, the, these okay. are one, one of these clowns that think Hollywood is in totally con under control of, uh, of, of my so, Jews. So hit that one really quick. Why don't you, right, right. Why don't you take a little look at a place called Shriners Auditorium in Hollywood. And why don't you go look at the influence that Shriners Auditorium had on making Hollywood the prime place for creating entertainment. And how easy to put, you know, offer Jews essentially shekels to be the fall guy for this stuff. And then you get you know, half wits like this person who's hiding behind this Amy Rose account, uh, at, you know, who who don't think or do any research. And that's as far as they're going to go with it. And they got my talking points. You know, they got their laundry list. You know, we forgot to mention Hollywood earlier. So they found one that we didn't mention yet tonight. And then they blurt that out, you know, and it's like, here's the thing, you know, the the simple minded person behind uh, Amy Rose is, you know, you can always change the channel. It's like these people who blame their masturbatory habits on Jews, you know? <laughs> the Jew made me do it. I spare The Jew life. made me masturbate. You know, it's Why like. Is my hand so hairy? It's Jew's fault. See, it, it's run by Freemasons who place Jews in certain positions for very specific reasons. Well, then why do you blame them? And we already said that the Freemasons are Sufi Islamic and Biktashi, etc. So there goes your dumb argument. And Jonathan uh, McIntosh, thank you for the uh, five donation there. Uh, the three-headed ball frog king being control of someone in high power. Say what now? The three-headed ball frog king be in control or is in control of someone in high power. 
The ball king. I have king. no idea what. But the frog. The frog king. Yeah, the ball frog king. Um, I'm not. There's something <laughs> else. I'm. I'm ignorant of. Yeah, it sounds yeah. Uh, wild. So uh, anyway, send, I, I, send you on a link to the info. I'll send yeah, you. email it to us, and we'll we'll deal with it. But uh, you know, great show tonight, Todd. Um, you know. Yeah, and again, you know, just you, we're we're. Uh, if you want, if you want, the <laughs> see, links, see, look, they they just keep going through. It's probably, you know, Jesse Spots sitting there pushing Twinkies, creating chick account after chick account, and uh, saying someone in the next few years will expose you and bring you down completely. So it's going to take them several years to find actual evidence of this dumb stuff that they have because they're too dumb to check citations, you know. And and how much you want to bet it's another empty troll account with, you know, some fat dude in his underwear, you know, hiding behind it. Here I we just, go. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Look at that. It's another troll account, empty, blah, blah, blah. When did they create this one? Oh, look at that. Created February 2019, nothing in it. You know, look, you know, these are the people, these are the cowards, folks, who run around and spread all of this GDL hate speech and, you know, everyone is a shill who, who is, uh, who questions their, their talking points. You know, that's, that's what they have. Empty troll accounts that they blurred out dumb stuff behind ad infinitum. You know, what we saw four, you know, empty, uh, chick accounts created tonight that some fat dude pushing Twinkies is sitting behind, you know, pretending, uh, that he's got something intelligent to say using the Cartman triangle while he pretends he's the victim or whatever the yeah, heck, you know, but, uh, you know, their narrative is crumbling. So this is what they have, you know, in several years, you know, oh, in several generations, even maybe, you know, they'll figure out that, you know, that something or other that, you know, the citations that they could have fact checked was their own stupidity. I mean, talk about Dunning Kruger effect, but anyway, We'll end it there. Thanks for the, you know, support and the laughs, everybody. It was fun tonight. Um, thank you, Dashing Rogue. Uh, reverse image search Amy Rose's icon using Google. I'm not going to do that right now. I leave that to you. But, uh, you know, I don't want to. Come on, people. Let's support the show. The, the, the main channel's demonetized. That, yep. That hurts, Dion, a lot, you know. And, you know, if yep. you want the show to keep going, send us some shekels. <laughs> <laughs> Better be careful with the shekels because, you know. The, I don't give a, mm, I don't yeah. care anymore. You yeah, dude, please, me. yes, the, the main channel is demonetized. That's where I were on the backup channel. Uh, Logosmedia.com, send your donations, send Bitcoin donations. Uh, check Send out it. the uh, link to Patreon. Uh, you can go there and support us as well. We appreciate all your support. We need all your help. I'll post uh, links to uh, donate in the chat right now as well if I can get that. I just hit it twice there. And uh, so anyway, thanks, everybody, for your love and support. We greatly appreciate it. Lloyd DeYoung, I think, will be back next week to shred some more, uh, you know, stupid people butt and uh, expose more stuff. So, uh, you know, anyway, I feel sorry for these these idiots for the GDL but uh, anyway, they're gonna go get their they're gonna go get their paychecks from uh, Tom Steyer and and these guys. So go go collect <laughs> your paychecks and 
you know. I don't know how Steyer must be a you must be a real penny pinching Jew because those guys don't look like they got the greatest digs. <laughs> but you need to work harder. You gotta you gotta convert more people to the name in the Jew guys. Oh, it doesn't look like you're doing so good. I don't know if you're gonna get that bonus payment. <laughs> yeah, you know you got to put out some more name in the Jew videos. You know, because you guys and 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 your numbers are down, looking sad. Yeah, and and you gotta you gotta come up with a multi general (laughs) generational plan because your plan now totally freaking sucks. So that's right. Good grief. Doodaloo. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I'm not GDL, but you're not right in the head. Anyway, yeah. Watch, it's another fake account because we called out their uh, their fake chick accounts. Yep, look at that. Oh, shocker, shocker. Oh, and look, Ronald McDonald. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, okay, losers, keep keep up the fake accounts because that's all you got. Joke's up. You're all jokes. <laughs> Chip says, Jesse spots chubby cheeks. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, good night, everybody. Have fun. And, uh, you know, see you next week. It's It's been fun exposing your your fool asses. Take Jesse's care. Jesse's flops. <laughs> good night. Later on, Jesse. <laughs> good night.